0: Hello and welcome to Blades Pod. It's Wednesday the 20th of October. My name's Ben. I am joined by Andrew. Uh, I watched the second half sat next to you last night, so I, I know I know sort of how you are, I suppose.
1: But how, how are you feeling after a sleep, I guess? Tired. <laughs> <laughs> Very tired. I'm alright, really, mate, to be honest. It's, uh, it's going to be a difficult one, I think, this one. Well... It's, uh, as I said, it's it's getting towards late October. Spooky
0: season is upon us, and that was a a twilight zone of a game last night. Um, I think you said it's one for the ages, um, I,
1: which I agree with.
0: It's definitely one we will talk about in years to come in terms of, like... I think every time we play Millwall from now, I'll we'll be like, oh, God, do you remember that Millwall game? Although... Mm. You can sort of add it. These Millwall games are just getting weirder to kind of continue this Twilight Zone theme, I suppose. I mean, the, so the last three home games against Millwall, uh, starting with the the oldest one, if you like, we conceded pretty much straight from kickoff after taking a late lead in the uh, yep. the championship. Yeah. We conceded with the last kick of the game to
1: kind of derail our promotion bid, you know. We, uh, well, let's be honest, I think blow our promotion bid with what everyone were thinking at the time. It took something pretty special from Leeds
0: to uh, reopen the door from us, Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and that was after they'd missed an earlier penalty as well, and we'd had a man sent off. Yeah. And now, and now, last night's game—I mean, I,
1: uh, I think last night's game—I'm hoping that's the end of the Millwall home thing because I don't know if as many things can happen like that. I don't know if you've like sort of that was the, the peak, that was the, the series finale. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like it. I mean. It's
0: not very often I laugh when the opposition score a last-minute winner, but I did laugh when Jake Cooper scored from 25 yards last night. That was my immediate reaction, was laughter. Mm. Because, I mean, what a freak of a game, a freaky, strange game. I mean, you said to me afterwards, you know, there was like five
1: incredibly weird things that happened in that game. There's five things that don't happen in most games. The cross shot that goes in, and we'll obviously come on to whether... You know, also could have done better, and, and the the intricacies of it all. But yeah, five things that don't happen in, in normal games. I think. I think there's the the cross shot that goes in. There's McGoldrick's miss, uh, the second half uh, miss. There is Jake Cooper centre off who's apparently been appalling this season, and all the <laughs> Millwall fans wanted him dropped, scoring a 25 yard, absolute le- leather leathered it into the goal. There's a player getting a double booking, one run for diving, which you don't see much. And then there's a clear sending off. That's, that's not been given that's five things that in any other match doesn't happen I think there's probably others that we're <laughs> there, still, there will be like, but they're, obviously they're five pivotal moments and the yeah. five things that yeah two or three might happen in a game but you play that game you know another hundred times and those five things don't happen
0: yeah uh, let's let's talk Jake Cooper like like any great horror villain he, he just keeps coming you can't kill him if you're not he you're looks not. like one as well doesn't he he's
1: massive so
0: <laughs> so Jake Cooper has scored 15 league goals in his career. Four of them have been against us. So more than a quarter of his league goals have been against us. Mm. He has not scored more than two goals against any other team. He has played five championship games against United, scored four and got
1: an assist. What the hell? Uh, it's just... This is what I mean. When he scored at the end, I know, like, obviously you were laughing. Not in a happy way. Like mine's <laughs> like, just a... It was just sort of like if you script it, you'd be saying it's too obvious. We need to—I mean, twenty-five yards out. Come on, no one's going to believe that. <laughs> oh,
0: Just—I don't understand what's going on there. He's a player that—I mean, I think—not Sto- uh, Stoke, sorry, Millwall. Their entire team was basically made up of uh, players that um, I, I would have liked us to sign at some point. Players mm-hmm. we have had at some point, and players who've yeah.
1: done well against us in the past. So. Yeah, or players we've been linked to. Yeah, yeah. I think it. I just think, I obviously went into the game thinking we were the, we we are a better side than them, uh, and but there's all the, there's all these other like sort of caveats to that when you look at their team sheet and the and the names on it and Cooper was the name that stood out because of his goals against us in the past. Hmm. Uh, A game
0: in which we... I mean, that first half, we were awful, weren't we? That's the
1: worst I've seen us play on the slab. The worst since at least the Premier League days. But I can't think... Probably since the Southampton game, maybe. Yeah, it's got to be in the mix. I know, Leicester. Leicester, Leicester, Last 5-0 to Leicester, maybe, after that. But, yeah, I I don't know exactly. There might have been worse after that. But certainly the worst this season. That includes, uh, for me, the West Brom performance. Because at least in the West Brom performance, we got in there half in the first... (laughs) in the first 20 minutes um the first half an hour of this match was just i like, were abysmal
0: yeah I d- and i don't know what you put that down to there's only one i mean i, I don't know is it you, there's one change to the team uh excuse two. me two changes to the yeah. team uh and i think one is probably a bit a more impactful than the other um McGoldrick starts instead of is in on the bench and uh hurahan gets his first start ahead of norwood um I was okay with that, I suppose. I told you I wanted uh, Hurahan to start
1: a few games. Yes. And he lasts, yeah. what, 35 minutes, thereabouts? It was shocking. I mean, obviously, I've criticised nobody in You've criticised, a lot of people have. And I still don't think he's the, the long-term answer, personally. But I do also think that we've had reservations about Hurahan. I think we wanted him in because he'd not played. Hmm. I think we wanted to see something different in there. I think he's shown... He showered last night what the Swansea fans were saying. I think, um, and for whatever you think of Norwood, and I, you know, I, I, again, I don't think he's a long-term answer, but I think he's the second best midfielder, central midfielder at the club, behind Fleck. And I think he never hides; he gets that he comes for the ball, Norwood. He comes deep for it, and I think Hurahan hid for a lot of that.
0: Yeah, uh, it wasn't great. The, the only defense I'll say of Hurahan uh, is. Uh... There was probably when uh, when I saw that N'Jai was coming on, I genuinely didn't know who was going off because I thought this could be any of three of four, three or four players that could be getting subbed off here. I thought yeah, yeah, yeah. it could be McGoldrick, it could actually be um, be Sharp, and you know because yeah. he's not really touched the ball at all. Um, could be Fleck, to be honest. Who I thought started the game really poorly yeah. as well. Uh, and it certainly could have been Hurrahan, and uh, it was him. And
1: Osborne as well, because I thought Osborne were true. atrocious in the first half. I mean, realistically, like you say, any, any of them could have come off. There was nobody, really. I mean, Gibbs, White did a couple of things. Bogle did a couple of things going forward, but the rest of them, I don't, yeah, I, I thought I'm just absolutely shocking. Losing individual battles, not winning any second balls, no attacks going. Every time Sharp got it, they were in on him, and he, couldn't, he, he, he got tackled. Every time A McGoldrick got it, he gave it away. Mm. I don't know what Osborne and Stevens were doing on that left-hand side, defensively and offensively. That that was as bad as I think it probably gets that first half an hour um, at this
0: level. Yeah, there, were, there was basically no redeeming quality on the pitch, was there? There was, yeah. there was not one player who was playing well up or one thing that was going well, really, apart from the fact that Millwall didn't really create very much at This all. is
1: the weird thing about the entire first half. We were awful. Millwall were the better side in that first half and I felt lucky to go in level. But we had the two best chances.
0: It's just This is really is one of the most baffling games of football I've, I can remember yeah. from United for, yeah. for things like that. I mean, we probably should have known when Millwall took the lead that this was going to be a weird night. Um, mm. Oh, God, who scored? Uh, Jed Wallace. Wallace, of course, who, being another player that uh, many of our oh, fans yeah. would have liked us to sign. He sends in a, a fizzing cross from the right and it just uh flies over Olson's head and into the net and uh watching on the cop I thought, oh that's just one of those fluky things that you can't really factor in. Having mm. seen it back, I don't think he covers himself in glory Olsen. I think I think he
1: should be. I was doing the same as you. There. Obviously, yeah, I was the same as you. I, I was on the cop and it, you sort of it went in it went in so quick. And on the cop it's difficult as well to see exactly like sort of how the ball's been and stuff. And I just thought it's just a fluke goal. When you look at it back, he's gotta tip that over at least, I think.
0: Yeah, it's I don't know. How, I, I almost don't know how he doesn't get a hand on it. I mean, the ball's moving and dipping and stuff, but and he's he's obviously not expecting that to be the trajectory. But no. that's kind of what he's there for—is to keep the ball out. And I think
1: if you know, I mean, it's easy to say, and I don't like doing this, but I've, I've started the sentence, and someone had to finish it. <laughs> but <laughs> I think if Fodrigan or Verips do that, everyone's going absolutely mad about it. It's a it's a basic basic error.
0: Yeah, I agree, uh, and I think we would be. Uh, in that number of saying uh, mm. it's time for this goalkeeper to not play for us anymore yeah um, yeah. yeah Olsen has not had the best start as a, to he's be honest he's really not he's really um, really not
1: Put one good save off in the second half in fairness to him hmm. um, but yeah he's not I, yeah, I think if this, this is the being like a if Fodrugham would have played these last five, six games, or whatever, also has, I think we'd be saying, why didn't we sign a keeper? Mm, yeah, I think that's uh, that's a good good shout for sure.
0: Um, so yeah, we we go we go one nil down from that. I Probably should have known it was going to be uh, an odd night. And even again, this is the sort of strange uh, dichotomy here, I suppose. Of Millwall clearly, Millwall didn't create very much, but we're clearly the better team. The uh, mm. the left wing back just. I'd like the freedom of Sheffield, basically.
1: Yeah, it did. There were so many breaks, which is weird because we never got forward. Yes. There were so many times that they were sort of three on two at, at, at our end. You're thinking, well, how? Because we we haven't even got up the field. Where are we? <laughs> yeah,
0: you you can't counter attack if there isn't an attack. <laughs> no, no,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, Bradshaw was just you know. Winning everything against everyone, Egan included, you know, not just not just Ben Davis. So he was just, you know, mm-hmm. flicking everything on. And yeah, they, I, I thought they played really smart, Millwall. You know, they clearly knew that McGoldrick and Gibbs White were our two key creative players, I suppose. And Literally, every time they got the ball close to their final third, there had two men running at them straight away. So, if they were if McGoldrick was kind of receiving it with his back to goal, there was two men running straight out to him to tackle him. And yeah, unfortunately, he didn't really need tackling most of the time. Um,
1: I think as well, they pushed up. <clears throat> I think because they knew we were so slow up front with McGoldrick and Sharp, there's no pace there, they, they were allowed to push up. So, I think they closed it down in our own half. A lot of the time, to be fair, I don't think they were necessarily pressing. To be honest, I think they just mm. pushed up that high, and we got nothing going. I thought we looked uncomfortable on the ball from the back. Every every one of the defenders, and I think without Norwood dropping deep to to collect the ball, because Uraham were hand we just I don't know what he was doing. Mm. There was no outlet, and so we were passing and then knocking it long to Sharp. They were winning every header, obviously, and then winning the second ball as well because they were so high up the pitch.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely spot on there for sure. Um so we were 1-0 down and yet we still managed to create an incredible chance uh, well maybe not an incredible chance a very good chance <clears throat> beautiful ball from uh, Gibbs White puts McGoldrick in on goal and I thought he had scored and the keeper makes yeah. a very good save it turns out I didn't actually realise that he'd saved it no, in real time
1: no.
0: um, telegraphs it a bit McGoldrick doesn't he he's got a score
1: obviously he's clean through he's... I think any other striker we've got at the club probably bears that to be honest You'd think so. Maybe um, not Brewster. <laughs> or maybe Oli Berg. I'm probably going a bit too far, actually. Now, but... <laughs> <laughs> at least he
0: gets it on target, with McGoldrick, mm. which he obviously didn't do in a similar chance at West Brom. But, uh, yeah. yeah, not, um, not great, because it felt like we were about to get back into a game that we'd not looked like we were going to threaten no. in whatsoever. But one incisive move, I can't remember, it might be Fleck with like a run and a pass to... Uh, someone releases Gibbs-White in midfield. Yeah. I think it is Fleck. And uh, yeah, he just he just threads that perfect through ball. McGoldrick does everything right apart from semi telegraphing his finish, I guess. And um, keeper yeah. makes keeper makes a good save, pushes it wide for a corner. Um, we do get the equaliser from a corner. A couple of um, uh, a few just minutes before that, by the
1: way, NJ comes on obviously for Huru. Ah, of you? course, yeah, yeah. Uh, to,
0: yeah, just. Uh, hang on to that thought i suppose about making mm. that substitution in the yeah. first half because um i want to tie that to something uh when we go down to 10 men yeah um we we we, we have a successful corner <laughs> we take a short corner flight dribbles into the box looks a pretty clear foul um yeah. gets brought down from behind didn't seem to be too much debate there to be honest and uh sharp says they keep the keeper wrong
1: way i was never in doubt on this one i don't know why <laughs> just right I was because we were playing that badly and it was just a weird game. But I have to admit the last <clears throat> the last ten minutes of the first half, we we I don't think we were good, but we we I remember like say Diego obviously sitting next to him, and I was saying um, we we he settled down a bit at least. You know what I mean? There wasn't. They, they, we we did get out of our own half. Yeah, <laughs> which were a massive improvement
0: to where we had been. Yeah, which uh, no coincidence that that happens with enjoy coming onto the pitch who. He's a really important player for us, yeah. <laughs> it turns yeah. out. Who, who knew? Um, yeah. So we go in one all at half-time, and yeah, I, I think we, we started the
1: second half really well, too. Um, we did. We were dominated. I mean, it looked like at that point, I know it really days, but it was just a matter of time before we were going to score, I felt. I
0: think so. And, and at that point, you're thinking, well, Millwall have you know not really had a shot in properly. I mean, there's there's yeah. one point where the wing-back dribble into the box and fired sort of... You know, twenty yards over the bar, but mm. yeah, it looked like this is you know we're just going to turn this on for the rest of the game. And well, in then, the
1: first ten minutes of the second of the second half, we had three decent chances, which is quite a lot, really. You know, in considering what had gone before as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then a, a a mad couple of minutes, a mad sixty seconds that mm. completely. I mean, we call McGoldrick a game changer uh, after the Stoke game, and. <laughs> He definitely changed this game. <clears throat> it's not yeah. his fault what happens after this, but mm-hmm. one of the more astonishing misses I've I've ever seen. I can't think
1: of. I, I was thinking about this before we started the pod, and like the only it reminds me a little bit of that Akinbaye miss, which wasn't for us, uh, against us for Burnley, where he was on the line and he missed, and it's up there with the the worst misses I've ever seen. I mean, you sent me a stat actually, didn't you, about the the chances of that. <laughs> That goal
0: Yeah, McGoldrick's chance is a, a 0.94 XG, which is I,
1: I don't remember ever seeing a shot have an XG that high. Like that that's ninety-four per cent chance na- in ninety-four percent of the time that goes in.
0: Yes, it put a player in that situation, ninety four percent of the time, historically it's gone in. So there's
1: the other six percent is doing it's on uh, Oli Burke at the
0: end. Of it. <laughs> um yeah, good, nice, you know, nice, simple play down the left again from, uh, I think it was Osborne puts it, uh, you know, just plays in, it is Osborne, here, yeah, plays in Stevens, yeah. he picks out McGoldrick with a great cross and... You think that's it? Goal? It's practically in anyway, You <laughs> the
1: ball's practically yeah, in. Yeah, I'd like to mention this, does that ball go in? No, definitely not, it's just, but, it's no, not Sorry, a sorry, what I mean is if McGoldrick's not there, Bogle's coming in obviously as well. I think McGoldrick can leave that and Bogle taps it in. That's that's another slight annoyance. You can't blame McGoldrick for going for it, obviously. But yeah. if he's not there, I think Bogle taps that in anyway. And I think it's lower. I, I mean, the argument we know is he might have blasted it over as well. <laughs> yeah, well, probably not, given how, yeah. how hard it nah, he was. I do. mean, well, he's got a 96% chance of scoring, hasn't
0: he? So. McGoldrick's essentially under the bar. The ball just has to hit him. Uh, I mean, I'd love to know, if he, if he tried to repeat this situation, I'd love to know how many times he would be able to kick it over the bar from there. I
1: said to you, obviously, you were sat me with this half, and I said, I just presumed a defender had got back, because I thought that... And then you gave a goal kick, and I thought, we're offside? So just couldn't couldn't believe that, that <laughs> what had happened, basically.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, I, I, I mean, it is... You that know. is
1: the game, change. That is the game. I mean, you can talk about United's first... Thirty minutes and you can talk about the referee, which we'll come on to. Obviously, that for me, Morgan Gibbs White don't get sent off if that goes in. Mm. We're two one 0 We're on. We're on top quite clearly. Millwall aren't really creating anything despite all the dominance. That's the game. That that's that's how that's how games turn. And that that was the game gone there. Well, not gone, but that's the game. That's why we didn't win.
0: I'd say that's a really big reason, yeah. Because thirty seconds later, two two other things happen in very mm. quick succession, which <clears> which flip the game even further uh, away from us. Um, First of all, uh, Bogle is is driving to the byline he loses the ball in trying to get it back it looks like he pulls a hamstring that's that's just yep. from me watching the game i haven't i haven't seen anything Which if it is
1: that's the fifth hamstring injury <laughs> of this season i told so
0: you, we need to stretch more obviously <laughs> have you heard
1: anything anything any comment about
0: this injury Have you seen anything I've not it? but i've been a bit
1: mardy and not really logs so at much yeah, so. Fair enough we're recording this on
0: um wednesday morning so it's yeah. i guess i probably should apologise at the top it's not going to be the most uh uh, the most prepared podcast. So no, we're we're no. winging this one a little bit, um, just <laughs> yeah. just just on time basis rather than because uh, we're we're lazy or anything like that. But um, yeah, it looked like his hamstring had gone. In the pretty much five seconds late after this, uh, Gibbs White gets on the ball. He flips it back over the defender and goes to the ground. The referee gives a free kick to Millwall. I'll play a
1: pen at first because obviously he blows his whistle and you think penalty because yeah and, uh. <laughs> and uh, of course
0: having given the free kick he has to book Gibbs White who was booked in the first half and he gets sent off um, what do you, what did you think of his first yellow card?
1: It looks a yellow card for me from where I'm stored I've seen other people say that it wasn't a yellow card it seems like he just sides him down because he's got past him I don't know what do you think I thought it was a, a hefty challenge that got the ball, and uh,
0: it was probably one of those that usually it usually gets given as a free kick. I was surprised to see a yellow card for it, um, but yeah. I haven't seen it again, and I didn't have. No, i have not
1: seen it again myself. Not well, to well, awesome well, I, I, I didn't sort. Of, I went up in arms at the time, so I can't sort of revise my just because he got sent off at the time. I'm thinking, yeah, probably about right. Yeah. But what about this uh, this penalty decision? This is so difficult because. I've looked at the replays, and the angles are awful, to be honest. Yeah. I, I don't think you've got any sort of... I don't know. I really, really I can't work it out. And If the referee sees him dive, then that it's every right to, to give him a second book, and it should happen more often. So I'm not going to be an hypocrite, because that should happen more often. But it looks so 50-50 to me on the replays and at the time that I think it's just one of those things, yeah, give a foul... Has he dived? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think he goes down really easily. Uh, yeah. I think he makes a, a massive meal of it. Like, I don't know why he's diving so extravagantly. But I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. It's really hard to put my bias to one side as well. I, I, I think that it was. He, he went down quite stupidly. I just. I don't know if it's a booking because I don't know if it's a blatant dive. Well, if he gives the dive, he has to give the yellow card. Um, yeah, this is it. This is it. Does he just let play go on and not give the pen?
0: That's. I, I didn't think it was a penalty in real time, but no. I, just, I just thought it was a non-call. You know, it's just a, yeah. This is a coming together They're in the box,
1: colliding together at, yeah. at best, and... not when every physical
0: go... contact is a foul, is it? And I thought that
1: no, was... no, and that's it. And I thought when he blew, what I thought when he blew the whistles, give a pen because he's not off because it was so. Inocuate. I thought. Well, it, at the time, I thought it don't look like a dive, so it must be a pen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So why would he blow his whistle? And then obviously he gave it because once again, because the referee were awfully did everything so slow. We had a lot of time to prepare and what we were going to give. But <laughs> and then, yeah, I don't know. I'm really, really. Maybe I'm being too biased. I think that's just the. For me, I think you just play on. But maybe I am being biased, and maybe in a couple of couple of days I'm looking at it again and I think yeah, fair enough. But yeah, it's it's, it's not. I, I, that's not that's not why i'm was furious with the referee that decision to be honest
0: yeah that's uh that's fair enough um he does not help himself Gibbs-White, by doing as you say a slightly extravagant fall and then also they, he goes down appealing to the referee essentially so mm. he's asking i think if he doesn't do that then it's probably more likely the ref just you know waves it away play on um yeah but yeah so he he puts the ref in a in the harder spot i suppose but in the space of sixty seconds, I'd say probably maybe ninety seconds, something like that. McGoldrick flips one over the bar from a yard, which, as I said, gets scored ninety four percent of the time. Mm. Bogle does his hamstring, and then our
1: probably our best player, yeah, our best player, gets sent gets off. Gets sent yeah. off. And yeah. in the space of and you're thinking, well, that's the game gone, aren't you? Straight off. Pretty much, yeah. Um... Because we've been so bad in that first half, we'd started the second half so well, and you can never say who knows what we going to happen. You know, Millwall might have gone up to the run and got a fluke goal, and we've gone back to being rubbish again. But it, it looked—I think everyone there thought we're going we're gonna to win this. You know, we're going to get a goal, and mm. Millwall were no great shakes in that in that in that second half. It looked like we could get behind him. We were creating chances, and you're thinking, yeah, we've stepped here. We've had a poor first half, lucky to go in one-one, and now we're just going to push on and win.
0: Yeah. And it, I mean, that just devastated. It, we essentially lost two players in 30 seconds. Like it just, it mm. just devastated because with respect to Basham, he's not a right back.
1: He's not right back. And that's what, I, that's the other thing as well. I think in, I would think if Bowler could have been on the bench, It probably wouldn't have been as bad in that sense as well. Mm. But Basham tried, did okay, he did okay. He's not right back though,
0: is he? No, absolutely not. Um, and yeah, so that, you know, it was almost like a double blow in a sense, because we, we did kind of lose two players. Um, mm. Yeah, so Basham does come on for Bogle, uh, and I hope he's all right because you know Bulldog's obviously recovering from an injury as well. I, I don't really want us to not have a
1: right back if possible. I don't know what happens. I think obviously Basham will have to play at right back, which I'm not comfortable with to be honest. Yeah,
0: no, he, he will absolutely have to. Yeah, uh, I, I don't even see an alternative. I mean, you can't no. even you can't even say go back to a, to a back three and ask. A, Gibbs-White to play wing-back because obviously he's going to no, be suspended no, for the no. next game no
1: there's no obvious uh, off the top of my head anyway I've not properly thought about it, but there's no obvious solution to that other than Basham playing there if, if, if Baldock and uh, Bogle are injured yeah uh, we then play a sort of 10 minute
0: period where it almost feels like we're trying to give Millwall a goal
1: <sighs> that that they were about yeah they were about 15 minutes I thought we tried I've seen some people say oh we're lost and we didn't try I'm not having that I thought we were dead on our feet at the end I thought we put yeah, everything into that were, yeah but it was so weird that we did some really good things, and then some unbelievably like just awful things. I, I thought. I mean, again, I'm probably being biased. I've not seen the game back. I thought we. I thought we shaded the second half, even with ten men personally. I thought we put as a ten men side. I think that were an acceptable performance. I think it were okay. I don't think it were amazing, but I think it were a decent game, a decent performance with ten men. It's, what?
0: I, maybe I'm giving too much credit I thought
1: it was a very good performance you're probably Jen. right yeah you're probably right and obviously the, the result clouds everything if we get, if we win if uh, I don't know if NJ scores with, with his chance and then we win 2-1 I'm on ESA and that's unbelievable you know 10 men after that start to, to win that game I thought I thought we were a better side definitely in the second half but I think um, yeah I think it was so bizarre we kept the ball far more than a, a team with 10 men really should
0: yeah, I'm just looking at the stats now. So this is for the whole game. But even though we played, what was that, like 30 minutes? 35, 35 minutes, plus yeah. Plus stoppage time. So essentially 40 minutes with mm. 10, with a man uh, disadvantage. We finished the game with uh, 60% possession, which is... <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> we managed yeah. that with, with 10 men. With 10 um, put up two and a half expected goals. to Millwall's one and a half. And in the second half, it was... Yeah, we actually created more in the second half than the first half. Granted, some of that is the McGoldrick chance, obviously, but oh. yeah. I and, and this is where I want to talk about the talk about the N'Jai substitution here as well. Mm. I don't remember as I, I thought this was incredibly bold and very admirable. I, I take a bit of pride <laughs> out of this that we we tried to win this game with ten
1: men. I, was... This is why I'm happy with that that second half display, and I'll probably, we'll probably get hammered for being clappers or whatever. <laughs> I'm fine with that second-half display. And we did some mm. bad things, but we're going to do that because, to be honest, some of the players aren't probably good enough. You know what I mean? But yeah. in terms of performance, like I said, I do not understand people saying it were like and we were rubbish and we were awful. That first half an hour were absolutely appalling. I think the second half, for me, I think it, I think it were fine.
0: Yeah. Kept Millwall to uh, you know pretty minimal chances, to be honest, despite... Giving them the ball repeatedly, we ended up, um, you know, yeah. sort of... we made
1: basic basic errors. Mm. But as a team performance, I was quite happy with, that we we went for it. We didn't we didn't sit and go for a draw. Well, even you know, I, I think I, I've not really said much
0: about um, I guess my opinion of Jukanovic as as a manager so far because I don't
1: I, I still don't really have one to be honest. Is, no, is I'm it? saying he's he's difficult. I think he's been given a difficult hand, and I think he's still working out. Still is you know his best side and what he should do, and I think you know particularly from now on you you imagining imagine pretty much got to play every game if he's fit,
0: yeah but uh but that that said i I've got a lot of admiration for how he approached this game, you mm. know obviously it's <laughs> it's uh it's on him that we were awful for thirty yeah. minutes or whatever it was, yeah, but how many managers take a player off after Thirty-five minutes for tactical reasons. I mean, yeah, it just, and it, it, and it was happen. the right
1: decision as well. Mm. And I think give it. I think it gave his. I I wonder if that were a kick up the backside for the team because NJ played well when he came on. But I don't think it was just that. I think the team stepped up a bit. I think it were all. It was probably a, psychologically a good, ta- uh, good substitution as well.
0: Yeah, I think it, you know it, it does take some uh, some balls to admit you got it wrong, basically, and yeah, uh, to make that change and. You know, there's a lot of managers that wouldn't make the changes for fear of embarrassing the player that's coming yeah, off, but yeah, yeah. which is stupid. But that's what happens because we're not we're not here to make everyone happy. We're here to win games of football, and clearly, we were not going to win that game the way it was going. So, I, I think that's a big a big tick. You know, that that really does fill me with um uh I don't, maybe I don't know if optimism is the right word there, but I I was really happy to see that and quite impressed yeah. that that happened.
1: I think it, I think he's got now. He, there's no fa- I, I think there's no favourite for him at all. And I mm. think if someone's playing Robert, and that's understandable because he's, he's probably not got any proper connection with, with most of the players in the same way Wilder did, who'd been with him for three or four years or whatever it were yeah. uh, when we went up to the Premier League. And I think we'll, we'll probably see more of that. And I hope we do because the I mean, Hoorahan's performance deserved to be. I don't think he got any complaints.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then to tie to that is our attitude, to our approach to the rest of the game going down to ten men. Yeah, I mean we swapped Norwood for McGoldrick after 67 minutes, so that is uh, roughly 15 minutes after the red card. Mm. McGoldrick was kind of playing in midfield at that point anyway, but you know there was we were taking everything quickly. You know every every mm. time Olsen got got the ball, he's bowling it out
1: quickly to try and start a yeah. counter attack we were going for it, yeah, and they were, they were sort of two in the box and we weren't just everyone back. If we wanted to, I think the easiest thing to have done would have been putting McBurney on as a big lad up front, trying to hold it up. He's not, that's not I know he's not that sort of player, but this is what I think a lot of managers would have done. Yeah. And then just sort of feed off the scraps and keep your defensive line and play out for the draw. But we did try, I think we, we were think we were confident in, in ourselves to to win that game and to be honest we, we very nearly did
0: we very nearly did yeah i think also just things like throw in simple things like throw-ins and free kicks you know how <laughs> how many times have you seen a team down to ten men who were not already losing mm. take everything quickly every free kick you know hand yeah. on the ball tap off yeah we're playing it short we're going again not you know, not get everyone forward. Let three different people line it up, then leave it for the goalkeeper. Then yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. pick it up and polish the ball and what have you. I I, uh, I like that attitude. I mean, obviously we get stung at the end and we get nothing for it. But as you kind of pointed out, I don't there, think the, the way
1: it. we played was the reason we lost. I, yeah. I think it's just a you know it got a bit mad in that last ten minutes. I have to admit, but that's understandable because we were going for it and we've got tired legs. It reminded me a little bit of that Bristol City game in that last sort of 10-15 minutes or whatever where we were down to 10 men and we lost 2-1 um, and yeah. we went for it and then they scored a sucker punch and it was a so again, I know we've let a lot of last minute goals in and you could say that that's a psychological thing and maybe it is. I think in this particular game they were tired legs, flex probably a little bit too slow to get out to closing down but it's a, it's a worldy from a centre-half from 25 yards. I think in I, I think that they're the sort of situations you almost want a team you'll ever meant to be in. Twenty-five yards from goal centre, off, taking a pot shot.
0: Definitely, yeah. You'd much rather have that than, yeah. You know, crosses going into the box at that point where they have a, a man advantage. Yeah. I mean, we we exactly. literally we literally saw that the last time Millwall came to Bramall Lane when they had a man advantage, yeah. and uh, yeah. eventually they had too many people in the box for us to pick up. Um, I think I think this happens first, and Jai has a. Uh, a, a really good run into the box. And yeah, excellent his, save. Though. Yeah, forces a brilliant save on his left foot. Um, I not to repeat myself too much, but Njai's just an excellent player, and he's so well. He has
1: play on Sunday, obviously. No Morgan Gibbs White. I can't see it getting overturned. Um, so he's two yellows and I don't think it's allowed to get overturned I don't think we're two yellows so he has to play because he's the one creative spark really in the team in terms of getting the ball running forward with it
0: Indeed yeah uh, we had a couple of others uh, Sharp sort of hit a, hit a snapshot wide and there was a a, a cross that he sort of he, he tried to touch in and it kind of deflected off a defender and went wide probably um, we, we've somehow not really mentioned the referee this far, uh, thus far
1: Well it's a family show so <laughs>
0: How George Savile remains on the pitch is a mystery.
1: He, gets- he made a lot of awful decisions. This ref and he completely lost control of the game. But um, that's the that's the one. People, I've seen people say you can't blame the ref because of this, and and I understand this. I understand we were awful in the first half, and you know whatever. That does change the game because Millwall, if they go down to ten men, they don't even—they weren't even properly trying to attack with eleven men. I think they just shot. There's no way, in my opinion, we lose that game if that if he gets sent off because I don't think Millwall the sort of team to. I think Rowett were happy with the point, yeah. Anyway, so I think there'd have been even more in the shell, and I think the worst case scenario would have been a point for us in that game if the referee had not been absolutely abysmal because that's what he was.
0: Millwall's approach when we went down to Semen was quite
1: strange, actually. Yeah, we're really. Um, and they'll say it, it paid off, but I, I, again, I think it would. What, what I think, under uh, view from a Millwall fan, called both their goals two in a billion. <laughs> pretty
0: much, the, the combined XG of the two shots in inverted commas that they scored from was zero point zero
1: five. So, <laughs> which is, I mean, a lot of people don't like XG and stuff, but I think that does touch. the goals that they scored with goals that they're never going to score again this season.
0: <laughs> Pretty much yeah. But yeah Mill- Millwall's approach when we went down to 10 men, I mean they really sat off us. and I guess the most generous thing I can say is they were just waiting for us to give them the ball back and they were yeah, it was on the break, yeah. And, and they were happy they were happy to play the game of uh okay, you want to attack us with 10 men, well go for it. Well, that that gives us the best chance. But I, I don't know. They they were just letting us knock it around on the halfway line with nobody closing us down at all. I I really found that bizarre. But this um, this Saville thing, so he gets a, a pretty clear yellow in the 67th minute. A couple of minutes later, I think it's Fleck dribbles past him. Yeah. He pulls him back. It's the kind of thing that gets a yellow card every single time. It especially gets a yellow card when the referee sent off a player for the home team already. Mm. He gives a free kick, uh, and we take it very quickly. And, uh it doesn't. It doesn't occur to him to give Saville another yellow card. And I've seen people say we took the
1: free kick too quick. Like maybe that's the case. Maybe a, a smarter side would have took. You know, complained that a Man United surrounding the referee. But that's the referee weak. That is so weak from a referee. If you're not sending him off, and and your excuse is oh they took the free kick a bit too quick. <laughs> yeah. You're like no. I mean I've never I've. I hate slagging referees because it just does seem like sour grace, but I think this is genuinely a reason to... The Bournemouth one was one awful decision from the referee where he's given a penalty when he's been fouled two yards out of the box. Mm. This was just a catalogue. In that final half an hour, 20 minutes... I've never seen a ref lose control like that and just get so many things wrong. I'm, <laughs> and not, even, not even just for us, by the way. There were corners and throw-ins that he gave to us which were nowhere near our ball. Just a, 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 it's a sort of performance that gets you demoted. He probably won't. it will probably end up at another championship game next week. But if he's got any assessors, he, he's got to be getting a low mark there.
0: I swear we won two corners that were not corners and he simply gave them because the cop appealed for them. It, that was it. it, looked, it was hope.
1: Looking at his linesman, who was shrugging, and then he just sort of pointed. And I, again, I, I, people say that's not the reason why we lost the game. I, I think it is because I think if Millwall go down to ten men, the way Rowett sets up, he's mm. happy with that draw. And I'm not saying we're going to break him down and win, but that does change the game. That change massively changes the game. And but it's not just that. You can say, "Oh yeah, he made a bad error." That final 20 minutes, he totally lost control.
0: It was carnage, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. it was just. Jai getting shoved to the floor with nothing given, you know, mm. free kicks being
1: awarded one way or another. I think Basham uh... should have been booked. Basham fouled a player, which was a foul, and then booted the ball away. And mm. then he did book him. And you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? you what, was what, almost like you just thought, I'm just going to try and get through this game now without <laughs> doing anything. I'm not going to give any fouls. I'm not going to do anything.
0: It, it was ridiculous. Like it was, it was a real, you know. Remember the name of this referee. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to.
1: Again, one for the ages. I one think for that the ages. send us in worse refs. I'm not just talking about refs who have had like sort of one bad decision. We've had a lot of those terrible decisions, but to make that catalog in that short space of time, as well in that final 20 minutes, to make so many errors. Yeah, I've never. That is a man who. I don't know. On the edge,
0: <laughs> he, he, fell, he For me, fell below the uh, the Keith Stroud line of uh, utterly unacceptable refereeing performances. So that's the that's the company I'm putting him in. But yeah, if, if Savile goes off there, that's about the 70th minute. It would mean we'd only played sort of 15 minutes with 10 men. It's obviously still one all, but you factor in the fact that we you know, then wouldn't have had to work as hard in the last 20 minutes. As the
1: major thing for me is the way Millwall was set up anyway. I don't mm. think they, I think there's no way Cooper's up for that goal at the end, for True. instance, if, if it's one, one and they've got 10 men, they did take a few more risks, but they're unbelievable. They're quite clearly an unbelievably negative side, judging by what their own fans have said.
0: Mm.
1: And I think that would shown in their lack of uh, energy, basically in that second half, where they really should have put us to the, to the sword. And yeah, they've they've sort of won a game that I don't even know if they had much intention of winning, to be honest.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Well, we said on the last one, all their fans are calling him Gary Draw it, aren't they? And they had yeah, drawn yeah. half their games up to this point. And uh I don't, yeah. they're, I
1: don't think they're a poor side. I'm also, like I thought the first half an hour they were fantastic and right got his tactics spot on. But I also think you can see why he's a manager under pressure, because that second half is a this yeah, really negative, I thought, for Millwall in that second half. Yeah, they
0: had Olsen uh, made a decent save off uh, a volley, which, um, I mean, uh, you, me and Eggy, we, we actually didn't know how this had not gone in, did we? From the no, I
1: thought it had gone. I'd said to you that the referee's that bad, he'd probably gone in, come back out, and he just said, play on. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Olsen saves it. There's a, there's a Millwall player on there on the rebound, and he, he actually
1: somehow slides it he's got just a like, score that's, yeah. that, but that's to me I, I, people might say I'm wrong but that's the only chance they had other than the goal which is, again is, a, is such a, a long shot pot shot XG low chance mm. that you I don't even call it a chance I think that's the only time they really I think thought be hit one wide we probably should have done better as well but yeah I thought we I, I, I'm honestly I it sounds mad we've just lost to Millwall at home and I'm alright with that second half personally
0: yeah uh but then the the deciding goal cooper finds a bit of space 25 yards out like like you i'm i'm all right with him having that space we're down to 10 men it was so obvious we were like completely gassed at that point i mean you could see fleck and um a few others just they just lost the ability to run basically which is not you know that's kind of understandable i think at that stage of the game yeah and yeah cooper fires it towards goal i think it takes a slight deflection as well um doesn't really deviate it that much but flies into the net for his fourth goal against us and as I said at the start I just started laughing <laughs> probably yeah. in an insane manic way but... yeah
1: one of those sort of things like where that many things is like yeah like when you've I don't know you've been I don't know you imagine like in a straight jacket just laughing at like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like sort of mad stuff that's actually happened in this game it, it, like I said the, the, the major five things are five things that in most matches don't happen and The the annoying thing is, I think if we were doing well and we were top six, you could definitely just say, that's just a freak game. Hmm. The problem is, the narrative obviously is we've lost three and four now, so there are problems. And we did, that first half an hour is unacceptable. And I think that's the thing you can work on. I think the rest of the, I think the second half is something that I'm happy to see again, to be honest, in terms of the performance with 10 men. I think that first half an hour, that can't happen again
0: yeah i mean it's not just the narrative is it you know you said like about if we're in the top six but the fact is we're you know we are treading water now a third are yeah. we are th- basically a quarter of the way through the season a third through the season thereabouts um yeah co- close to a third i suppose and uh yeah we've lost six out of our 13 games uh we've only won four of those 13 we are what we still still only six points off the playoffs but obviously there's a massive games as well and nine nine teams in between us and the playoffs yeah, as well yeah. which is, is the real thing yeah. um yeah so it's i can sort of in the moment be like well it's you know it's just a freak game i i, I kind of it, as, as bad as we played at times i kind of can't believe that we lost that
1: yeah Mill yeah.
0: probably can't believe that they won it but it's another defeat uh that just you know leaves leaves us treading water as i said and you can't really overlook that to be honest like that we you know, the next game, Barnsley away, becomes very, very important that we get three points.
1: We um, have to, win. if we're gonna, if we're really serious about any sort of momentum in a promotion, I think if you beat Barnsley. You can possibly look back at this one and say, mm. if, if let's say they win the next game, we beat Barnsley and beat Blackpool, which is, I'm not saying we're going to do, by the way, but if that happens, I think you can possibly look back at this one and say, free game, never going to happen again. You know, weird, how weird without game, They're unbelievable. If we don't pick up six points out of the next two, I think that that just adds into the poor start, to be honest. And these the last two games we've lost, we probably shouldn't have lost, but that's you can't become a theme.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah, I think our third stoppage time concession of the season, and they've all been meaningful ones as well, haven't they? Yeah, uh, the elf.
1: Yeah, and that's the, like I say in the other one. I don't know how much you can look into this one. I might be wrong. People have their own opinions. I'm not sure I... This is a tired team and it's a center all scoring from 25 yards out. I I don't know if there's much we did that wrong, to be completely honest, with this one. But, uh, you know, the other ones... We've mentioned before we are a weak team and Billy Sharp in the after-match interview said we're up... I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said we're awful when we go 1-0 down. We just can't... You know, we can't get ourselves together. Mm. That's got to change because we're going to go 1-0 down. We have gone 1-0 down many a time, So... You know, that needs to change. And I still think it's a psychologically weak side. I think this game could be written off as a oh, one of those sort of things, you know, those, those sort of games happen. Like I say, it reminded me of the Bristol City at home in a way. Mm. But at the same time, I think it does. it's not going to help the psychological, psychological impact of the players. And, yeah, I think it's, it's looking like a, a pretty average season overall so far. But, you know, hopefully we can go on a run. Yeah. Attack is good.
0: I'll say that much. We're 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 bouncing up into like the I think we're in the top four for expected goals now, which is yeah. remarkable considering where we were after five games. Yeah, just uh, defense has got to get better, and it's it's not just you know I, I, I went to see I went to look like uh, are we just conceding way more than XG suggests that we should, and actually we're yeah. not we're not really we are. Still allowing too many chances overall, or too many good chances, I should yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the thing that needs to change absolutely. Um, what else did I want to say about this? Because I think we're drawing to a close now. Oh yeah, um, it's a very different emotion to uh, the Preston game, for example, um, yeah. with the last minute goal. Obviously, we drew that game and we lost this one, but I felt like I felt like we shot ourselves in the foot against Preston, whereas here. Uh, Millwall just won it right at the end. And mm. I don't know what more we could have done in the moment, to be honest. We'd, we'd made all our subs. The team had put in an immense amount of effort trying to win the game. And, yeah, you know, if if your centre-half is taking a 25-yarder against you, that's that's generally okay in that situation. This is it.
1: And, and I know people say, you know, oh, we didn't close down and all this sort of stuff you talk to like, even like coaches, if, they, if you've got your defend their centre you your Dan Sendman and their centre arc's 25 yards out from goal, you're probably in a decent shape, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and, they, and like I said, they didn't, it's, it, that's a wonder strike and that's just something Cooper will never do, well, until he plays us again, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> He'll not do that again, but yeah. It's so frustrating because with the pre-match, like on, on Millwall, they were all saying how bad Cooper is and he should be dropped and I'm thinking, he's bound to score, but I thought like a header, not, you know what I mean? A worldly from twenty-five yards out. I mean, you said, didn't you? The, the return game,
0: just just kick off and let him dribble through us and score. Just like, yeah,
1: again. let him score. Let it, just just give get him the, out the way. Go on, Cooper, man, get yourself forward and yeah, bang it in. What was the um, what was the Millwall? I haven't read the Millwall view from
0: yet. What was the the, the <laughs> overriding view from Millwall? Um,
1: I'll give you a couple if you want. Uh, they're based, yeah. They've given a lot of stick to be fair. Do Sheffield United think they deserve anything from that? We gifted them away back into the game. They were never in it at all. And this is the stuff that people are not going to like. Uh, you'll like this. About time we had a decent ref.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's tongue in cheek. I hope I so. Because there's
1: a couple more. Referee gave them a real dodgy pen. And for all the Sheffield United fans cheers for the three points, I thought it was a good ref as well. But I think he favoured United a bit more. I've lost for words. <laughs> I like, no one likes us, we don't care, by the way. I think you said this as well. Uh, no one likes us, we don't care. Um, well, the ref, uh, the ref likes you. So. <laughs> <laughs> the ref clearly likes you. I've got nothing against Millwall. Millwall are... No, I, I think fair. Do you know what? If you're going to win and our fans are all over, slagging the ref off, expect a bit, little bit back. you know what I mean? I, I've got nothing yeah. against him, to be fair. They, to be honest, a lot of them were also saying, you know... Um, got to be careful with my language here but um so I'm sure picking the, picking the, the ones out Rowett still doesn't get away from that uh, get away with that for me he never wanted to win that game from the sending off and the players took it upon themselves they deserve credit not Rowett uh, and another one um they took the game to us we are truly pathetic lack of quality and professionalism from our players and manager how did we not control the game against 10 men so they, i think they were quite aware that they they weren't great yeah
0: fair enough uh any any final thoughts on that game? What, what do you? Uh, I, I guess you sum it up in a word or a sentence. How, ridiculous.
1: How, ridiculous. Yeah, Bad. ludicrous, farcical. All those words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a really, a really baffling game. Cooper works. scoring in injury time with a twenty-five yarder for me is just the. That's the the icing on the cake. That's like you you've made a you know you've made you've made a meal and you're like sprinkling the, the parsley on the top or whatever. Oh, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like this will just top this off nice. Tell There's me more. This
0: is great. I'm, I'm getting
1: towards lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, it would just, yeah, I think, like I say, if, if we were top six and we would, and we'd had a, a decent start, you could definitely write this sort of game off and look at it as a one-off game and say, flute game, ridiculous, whatever, mm. you know, these things happen. It's just ridiculous game. The fact is though, we've lost three and four, so I think the barns a game for uh, any chance of us like doing anything, even at this early stage. We've got to get three points. I'm not saying write the season off if we don't, but it's a massive game now because of the the last four games. Yeah, and it's obviously
0: going to be significantly harder without Gibbs White and probably yeah. without Bogle. Yeah, possibly still without Baldock, although yeah. uh, he is he is training again as of like a week ago, I think, isn't he? So. I guess he's... Yeah, could. maybe
1: he's fit. Maybe he's fit. And, you know, we could do with Sander Berger back as well. I know people are not... Some people aren't the huge, the biggest fans of him. I mean, mm-hmm. I saw Hoorahan last night, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like I said, I told you Hoorahan should be starting. No, yeah. that was uh, that was not, not good from him. Uh
1: they've got Middlesbrough tonight away, so, um so more like a rough-em-up for us. <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe. They have only one win so far this season, Barnsley. Obviously played a game less than... Uh, Half the league at this point. But uh yeah. yeah, is it ooh, they've only scored seven goals, flipping egg. Right. Yep. Yeah, this is a game we have to win.
1: I'm we afraid. this is it, we have to win. They're, they're a poor side. They are a poor, poor side yeah. this season. I've seen a couple of barns, listen the bits of praise are grumble here and there, and their fans are not happy at all. They want the manager sacked. Yeah, like I say, I think if you win this one, and I think it's Blackpool after that, you can definitely look at that Millwall game and say, Wow, ridiculous. But if we don't pick up six points in those games that just goes down as another poor result
0: yeah and a, a continuation towards mid-table I suppose yeah, uh, yeah just a, a really I don't know if it's fr- I don't know if I can say frustrating I've been much more frustrated this season I was very very angry with the referee and I guess just the feeling quite uh, like everything was going against us although obviously some of it was slightly self-inflicted as well Um mm-hmm with with the miss and arguably the the sending off and how bad we were in the first half but yeah yeah I I'm I'm still just sort of shaking my head really I've I've definitely been more annoyed and more angry after games this season um and yeah let's uh let's let's move on and hope that we we get it right in the next game and then we can just look back at this one and be like oh can you believe that
1: we yeah, lost yeah at but, the end of the season we're top 6 which again I think it's unlikely but if we are I can laugh at this match, I think, because I think it, it was a laughable game.
0: It was. Millwall fans, come to come to Bramall Lane. It's like it's an absolute party every time. Yeah, you, you only brought about
1: three hundred. They should be bringing. The, every, it should be like their twenty like, thousand
0: away Christmas fans. Night out like, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're only going to go to one away game. Get yourself to Bramall Lane. It's always fun for you.
0: Yeah, you have an absolute absolute whale of a time every every single time you come here. So uh, yeah, well well done, Millwall. You uh, you you got three points and had a lovely time. I'm sure. Uh, mm-hmm. let Let's, let's hope we can you know bury this game and never talk about well we are going to talk about it again i'm sure just because it was so weird yeah but, uh yeah there we go defeat for the blades any any final words mate I've, I've talked about this one longer than i expected us to uh so anything anything else to to hit or to add
1: no i think i, I really think you can just write this off as a as, as a as a mad game but in the as i said i keep saying the same thing basically but in 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 the long term, when you look at previous results, it adds up as just another poor defeat as a one-off game. I think yeah. it's just you can't really read much into much of much of that game other than that first half an hour. Yeah, that's uh,
0: that's fair enough. Uh, start enjoy next game, please. That's what I want to
1: say. He has to because I mean that's another interesting thing actually. If you want to move on to the next game, is that I don't know who plays. Interesting to see who plays up front because McGoldrick was shocking. Mm. Osborne was really shocking in fact yeah first off he was shocking he improved a little bit in terms of his work rate but do we mix it up do we play moose do we play even Brewster? Does he coming for who replaces gibbs white you know who yeah be interesting
0: yeah it's not a bad shout actually Brewster for gibbs white i could see that
1: yeah or maybe we go to up front and go a bit more or maybe go back to the three at the back and play i don't know i really don't know
0: yeah lots of uh lots of there's more questions to be answered after this game than i wanted there to be going into yeah. uh into barnsley but uh yeah. let's hope slav uh, slav's got the answers and uh we will see how we do on uh, sunday lunchtime against barnsley all right mate well the the view from millwall is at roysviewfrom.com uh obviously follow yourself at Panchera on twitter follow me at bladespod and uh yeah i think that's uh, i think that's everything mate so just uh thanks everyone for listening especially uh, you know, I always appreciate you listening after a defeat, unless you're a, a real you know masochist who just <laughs> likes likes misery from the I, before.
1: Obviously, I used to do this when I used to do this, you and J. I used to prefer the defeats because it made me sort of I don't know, gets it out. <clears throat> okay, if you know what I mean, gets like all the all that negativity and and you Negative sort of energy. and obviously you and J very positive, probably well more positive than me, I'd say. So I, I enjoyed that. So <laughs>
0: yeah. Right, I prefer rational over positive. Let's go with that.
1: Yeah, I feel I feel we've like we've been rational about this defeat. Yeah, I think so, it's really really difficult to to not overreact when you lose to Millwall at home in the last minute from a twenty-five yarder from Cooper. So. Flipping Jake Cooper. Well, he has yeah. he has the last word on on the game. He'll
0: have the last word on the podcast. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll finish off uh, simply by thanking everyone who has listened and uh, thanking you once again for your time, mate. Much appreciated. Thanks a
1: lot, mate. Cheers.
0: Thanks again for listening to Blades Pod. Final word on this week's episode comes from NordVPN, who I use to stay safe online. They have a fantastic offer for you, you good BladesPod listeners out there. They're offering 73% off a two-year plan with NordVPN, plus four bonus months absolutely free. All you need to do is head to nordvpn.com slash BladesPod, or if you are on nordvpn.com and you're signing up, just use the code BladesPod and you'll get that 73% off that two year plan, plus there's four bonus months. So I use NordVPN, it encrypts my traffic on web and mobile, means I don't have to worry about unsecure websites, apps, or public Wi-Fi networks. Also, makes it very easy to switch my virtual location from the UK to another country with just a single click, which is extremely useful for giving me access to streaming platforms that are not available in the UK, such as Netflix overseas, which I make use of quite quite frequently, to be honest. Other things like Hulu and HBO documentaries as well. You know what's out there if uh, you know if you're if you're remotely online like I am. So uh, yeah. Do check that out it's a great feature um, it is fast as well as secure you do not sacrifice speed for your security and these extra features as well and it costs just the equivalent price of one cup of coffee every month for which you get premium cyber security in fact it costs even less than that because you can go to nordvpn.com slash blazepod and get that 73 percent off the two-year plan it is a limited time offer so don't wait around just head to nordvpn.com slash blazepod today Thank you once again for listening. We'll be back after that Barnsley game when hopefully we will have a better outcome than we got last night against Millwall. So hope everybody's doing well and thank you once again for downloading and listening. Goodbye.